What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. In this upcoming episode, I am going to rant and rave about the Buffalo Bills' heartbreaking loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, and also I'm going to do a midseason review for the Buffalo Sabres, so stick around and let's have some fun. I can't fucking believe that happened. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. That had to be one of the most intense, back-and-forth, however, heartbreaking game that the Buffalo Bills have played in nearly two decades. But before I get into my rant about this game, I wanted to talk about the tremendous, amazing, incredible, mind-blowing, and dominant performance by our quarterback, Josh Allen. He was Superman in this game. However, the Bills' defense came to be his kryptonite. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Allen carried over his incredible play from the Patriots game as he went 27 of 37 for 329 yards, four touchdowns, and carried the ball 11 times, for another 68 yards. He was, simply put, tremendous all game long, and he put the Buffalo Bills in position to win the game late multiple times in the final few minutes of this game. Josh Allen had two drives with around two minutes to go in this game that were simply tremendous. He had two touchdown passes in the final two minutes of this game that gave the Buffalo Bills the lead. Allen was as clutch as you could have ever asked your quarterback to be. And in four, uh, in four times in fourth down, he was four for four, including a touchdown pass late on a fourth and 13 to Gabe Davis, which was simply tremendous. Also clutch in this game was, of course, Gabe Davis, who had eight receptions, 201 yards, four touchdowns, including two late in this game, both of which that gave Buffalo Bills the lead and looked to secure them the win and move on in the playoffs. Overall, the Bills offense did absolutely everything you could have asked for to give the Bills an opportunity to move on to the AFC Championship game, to host the AFC Championship game against the Bengals. Now, before I continue with this video, now is the time to take the kids out of the room or to turn the video off altogether if foul language offends you in any way, shape, or form. The Buffalo Bills defense should be charged with a crime because they literally fucked Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense, not once, but twice, with less than two minutes to go. Two times. They fucked Allen on what should have been two game-winning drives, including allowing 44 yards on two plays in the final 13 seconds of this game to allow Kansas City to get into field goal position to tie the game and force it into overtime. During this offseason... No one, no one should be safe, including defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier. 
McDermott and Bean should evaluate, reevaluate, and then evaluate again every single player on the defensive side of this ball because something has to be done. The Buffalo Bills used all, all of last season to gear up and try to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. And when you put it all together in this game, when it mattered most, the defense gave up 500, 552 yards and allowed 7.2 yards per play. They forced Kansas City to punt just two fucking times in this game. Two fucking times in this game. When the chips were down, the number one ranked defense statistically in the regular season that were the Buffalo Bills vomited all over them fucking selves. All over themselves. These kids couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed all game long. They were simply atrocious. And they robbed Josh Allen his moment in the sun. They robbed him of what should have been two incredible drives to move on in this playoffs. All I know is that Josh Allen didn't deserve the fate that he was dealt this past Sunday when the Buffalo Bills lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. He gave his team every opportunity to win that game and he gave him he gave them everything he had. We witnessed as Bills fans potentially the best quarterback play we have ever seen in the history of the franchise in the last two games for the Buffalo Bills. Allen was nearly perfect for both games and that was he was simply tremendous. If the Bills couldn't win with this level of quarterback play, you have to ask yourself this question. Will the Buffalo Bills ever win a Super Bowl? That's going to do it for this video, guys. Thank you for watching. Remember, hit that like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you guys never miss a video. We talk Bills, Sabres, and UB Bulls, men's football and basketball right here on this page. Thank you, guys. Have a fantastic week. At least they're fun to watch. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another video of Sports Talk Buffalo. At the start of the season, I made a bold prediction about the Buffalo Sabres that they would finish 33-40-9, giving them 75 points and making them watchable for this season. So how, how has my prediction held up so far this season? Through 41 games... The Buffalo Sabres are 13, 21, and 7. That puts them on pace for 26 wins, 42 losses, and 14 overtime losses, which would equate to 66 points. Now, while my predictions haven't quite been that accurate, if you've watched the Sabres play at all this season, you know that they have looked way better and have played way better than their record suggests on most nights. Last season, the Sabres averaged just uh, just under two and a half goals a game while giving up 3.55 goals a game. 
This season, at least through 41 games, the Buffalo Sabres have made improvements in both areas. They average about 2.7 goals per game while giving up less than 3.5 goals a game, 3.46. Now, something else to take into account, yes, those numbers don't seem like they're that much of a difference, but something you can take into account this season is that the Buffalo Sabres have been riddled with injuries all season long. I cannot remember a season where the Buffalo Sabres have had so many injuries. You have to take into account that the Sabres have dealt with injuries through their entire lineup, from goaltending to defense to offense. There has been no position that has been safe from the injury bug for the Buffalo Sabres. And while all teams deal with injuries, I highly doubt most teams in the NHL are starting on a regular basis their fifth and sixth string goaltenders. Now, I also did multiple player predictions for this season in that previous video. You can go check it out. It's on my it's on the Sports Talk Buffalo page. How did those projections pan out to what we're seeing so far this season? Now, I had Middlestat being the Sabres leader in points or close to it, over 50 to 55 points. I believe I had him scheduled or, or, or on pace for. However, he has had an injury-riddled season. He is one of the guys that has dealt with constant injuries all season long, and he has just one point, one goal in four games this season. Now, Dylan Cousins is another guy that I pegged to have a good uptick this season, and a lot of people had some comments saying that they didn't believe that Dylan Cousins would be anywhere close to kind of what he's putting, what I, I had him pegged at this season. However, my prediction was 17 goals and 24 assists for 41 points. So far this season, Cousins has 10 goals, 10 assists, and 20 points. That puts him on pace for 43 points in 82 games. And since he's missed a little bit of time, he will be on pace for 41 points in 79 games, provided he does not miss another game this season, which pegs him right about where I thought he would be. So kudos to me for being able to predict the next level for for Dylan Cousins. Now the next one is Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner, I had a prediction of 21 goals, 19 assists for 40 points, and I thought that was... uh, a high prediction in all reality. I I did predict him to have a bounce back year. However, Jeff Skinner has seemed to take in, to take his game to another level under Don Granado. So far, he has 16 goals, 11 assists for 27 points in these 40 in these first 41 games. He is on pace for 55 points in 80 games as he's missed two games, and he's on pace for 57 points in it per 82 games. Jeff Skinner right now is at a 34-goal pace. I had him at 21. He is on pace to go over 30 goals this season. He is having himself a tremendous season, and that is a welcome sign for all Sabres fans as we acknowledge the fact that, yes, he did not, in fact, forget to play hockey and that Ralph Kruger is potentially one of the worst hockey coaches in the history of the NHL. There has been multiple players on this Buffalo Sabres team that have emerged as top-level players this season and as the season has gone on. 
first, the first player that I wanted to talk about, at least on the offensive production side, is Rasmus Dahlin. He is currently tied for the Sabres, for, with the Sabres in points, for the Sabres' lead in points, with 28 points, 7 goals, and 21 assists. And while he still leaves something to be desired on the defensive end, he has been simply dynamite offensively for the Buffalo Sabres this season. That fact cannot be denied. Secondly, the emergence of Tage Thompson has been absolutely incredible. After being placed at center by coach Don Granado, he has transformed himself into a legitimate top six player and potentially a top two center for the Buffalo Sabres. He is currently tied with Rasmus Dahlin in terms of points. He has 28 points, 14 goals, and 14 assists. And he's playing at about a 60-point pace per 82 games. Right now, he's on pace for 29 goals, 29 assists, In if he does not get hurt again for the rest of the season. The most impressive thing for the Buffalo Sabres is that they have been getting contributions consistently throughout their lineup, and they currently have eight players who are on pace for 30 or more points this season. I think the fact that the Sabres are still winning games and still competing in games with their fifth and sixth string goaltenders says a lot about how well prepared the coaching staff has these guys to play on a nightly basis. Yes, the Sabres do come out and lay an egg every once in a while. However, on most nights, they are fun to watch. Yes, they do give up a lot of goals. But again, injuries to the goaltenders, injuries to the back end, injuries to the forwards, it all plays a part in how well the Buffalo Sabres are doing. And the fact that they are this competitive with this many injuries, with basically no superstars, uh, coming into the season, people predicted the Sabres would have an all-time worst NHL roster Now, my predictions are a little bit closer than theirs were. However, I think with the additions of Krebs, Tuck, into the lineup, and players like Quinn, he had two points in two games before he got hurt, and he was averaging well over a point per game in the AHL. You have Paterka, who were both ready to be in the lineup next season, and goalie prospects like Devin Levi and Eric Portillo. And the Buffalo Sabres appear to finally be building towards a very very bright and solid future, something that Sabres fans have longed for for over a decade. Hopefully, this will finally bring an end next season to the playoff, the longest playoff drought in NHL history. However, if you haven't watched the Sabres, I'm going to tell you now they are fun to watch. So jump on the bandwagon so that you can say you were here for the hard times also. when the Sabres turn the turn that corner next season. That's going to do it for this video, guys. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe, hit that notification bell, like the video so that more people can see it. Uh, we talk Bills, Sabres, and UB Bulls, men's, uh, men's basketball and football right here on this page. We have videos nearly every single week. Guys, thank you for watching. Have a fantastic week.